whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. I'm trying to free your mind, Nia, but I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. Ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. It's time for the sexiest cigar podcast in the nation, The Good Cigar, with your favorite host and mine, Al Roman. Well, hello. We are back. We are back for episode number 135. I know we've been on a little bit of a uh, hyenas. Hyenas? Hyenas? <laughs> How do you say that? Hiatus. Hiatus. Well, that's close enough. Yeah. That was same difference. It was not heinous. They hate us because they ain't us. Are we were were we in the matrix or are we coming to the matrix? We are. Uh, we're. It, this is the whole matrix. This we're is, in the matrix we're, right now. We're in the matrix right now. Yeah, we're we're just so far gone. It's unbelievable. Well, we're back. What is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. Yes, we're we're in the matrix. We're so far gone. Are these just electrical impulses that I'm feeling right now? Maybe. That or it's my arthritis. One of the two. Huh. That's what I'm feeling. Twinges. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back and as weird as we ever. Are, we are back. We want to thank everybody that's been listening still uh, to our podcast and still hanging with us. We've, we took a couple months off, and the only reason buying is because we had the shop. We're at the Good Cigar Lounge recording from here, and we've... It's just been kicking my ass is what it's been doing. So it's been a good adventure so far. It's just been so busy going. I haven't had the extra time to get on the podcast, but we want to get on. We uh, decided to uh, we're going to start doing the podcast at least every other week to get uh, up on this. We're going to start setting priorities, carving out time. Yeah, yeah. We're which means me doing the work and the time. So, yeah, I'm going to I can help. I can. I will be carving out time. I can help. For you people. Why is it going to be you people? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, we got a really good... Uh, oh, I'm gonna give, I want some applause with that one. Yeah. We're back. You're just going to applause yourself. I'm just going to applause myself because nobody else will. Way to go, Al. Yeah. But uh, we've got a really good show again. Once again, here today, we're on episode number 135. And what we're let's get into what we're smoking today. And then we'll go into all the other goodness of the Good Cigar Podcast. So the first one is we are smoking the Black Label Trading Morphine Robusto. It's a box press, 5x54. The wrapper is a San Andreas Maduro. The binder is a Nicaraguan Habano. The filler is Honduras and Nicaragua. And the strength is a full-bodied. Morphine is a great name. It is. Full-bodied, full strength with notes of espresso, dark coca, Black pepper, earth, dark leather, cedar, molasses, cane sugar, clove, cream, and raisins. A limited edition release that comes around only once per year. Black label trading company, Morphine, handmade. Premium cigars are often regarded as one of the black label trading's defining blends. Underneath, not one, but two top shelf wrapper leaves, one being a Mexican San Andreas and the other being an Ecuadorian Maduro, you will find a hardy Nicaraguan Habana, Habano binder and expertly aged Nicaraguan long fillers. Morphine is made in small batches. These gems have impeccable top-notch construction that ensures an even razor-sharp burn each time. And they, they come in at uh, just, just at $12. So that's 
and this is the Robusto, like I said, we're smoking. This is one of their limited, uh, they, they didn't come out with them last year, so it was the year before. So it's like every other year that they'll, they'll re-blend mm. a, a morphine or come out with a specialty one. So Morphine. And uh, so far, it's got a just cutting onto it and uh, getting to uh, smoke it and getting the first jump. I mean, it is such a good, now it's, it's medium to full, and it is a tasty, I tasty can take gun. It. I can handle it. Morphine, it's so much better than, well, what's a horrible name? Better than penicillin. I would rather smoke a morphine than a penicillin. Or what's another horrible name for a cigar? Uh, Crack. Rectal cancer. That's a horrible <laughs> name for a cigar. I would not name a cigar rectal cancer. That just... uh, but I like morphine. Morphine's yeah. cool. What's another? General warts. Yeah, that's another one. Probably wouldn't name it that. What's the What's the drug you got when you, you were in the hospital for your ankle when... The motorcycle wreck. I don't know, but it was good. The the drip they gave you. I have no idea. I I was on a drip. How am I supposed to know? What was that? People kept telling me this stuff. The, and I'm like, well, I don't know. Hit the button, babe. Hit the yeah, button. Yeah, I know. I have no idea. Whatever it was. You were you were playing the whole. It was like Riders in the Storm album. Baby Aspen or something in your in your head. Was. That, that was a, good. That was a good a good cigar. That, that was, was a good. damn good cigar. That was a damn good. Uh, that was a good trip, man. I think that's what they call it. Let's get into what we're uh, drinking here, which is uh, also a very tasty little thing, which is the Uncle Nearest 1884 Bourbon Whiskey. Uncle Nearest 1884 Small Batch Whiskey is a 93-proof whiskey distilled, aged, and bottled entirely by Uncle Nearest. Each batch is curated by fifth-generation Nearest Green, descendant of our master blender, Victoria Eddie Butler, who was named Master Blender of the Year by Whiskey Magazine for two consecutive years in 2021 and 2022, as well as receiving the same honors from the Spirits Business Vine Pair in 2021. Uncle Nearest Whiskey is named for the first known African-American master distiller, Nathan Nearest Green, a former slave who, by all accounts, taught Jack Daniels everything there was to know about whiskey distillation. On the nose, it's honey and warm brown sugar, cedar orange peel, and tobacco flour. Spices of ground ginger and white pepper. On the palate, caramel balanced with spicy wood tannins. Notes of bake, baking chocolate, cigar leaf, nougat, and cinnamon. And on the finish, long and smooth. The cinnamon lingers with dark chocolate, oak tannins, and maple syrup. And it comes in about forty-two dollars uh, on that one, which is a it's really really that's a really pretty good price. Okay, I don't know what a tobacco flower tastes like, but I. Taste it in that in that drink. Can I pop the cork? Yeah, pop it. Ah, lovely. <laughs> and it is a uh, it's it's really kind of a honey colored whiskey. It's very pretty. See. And I definitely get um, the maple syrup. Yeah, you can you get the maple, and I've got some honey notes in it and a little bit of vanilla notes mm -hmm. into it, and uh, just a hint of smokiness on it too, which is really nice. Yeah, that's a really nice, that's really good. I could do some damage with that thing. And I picked that with this cigar. This cigar is medium plus. The whiskey is a little bit lighter, but I wanted some of that, since the cigar has a little bit of that raisin sweetness going into it, and it also has uh, some of this nice chocolate and coffee notes, and just kind of a, I wanted to bring out some of the sweetness in the cigar. I love it. To balance, good to balance, pairing. To, yeah. to balance that out with it. So, so far, this is really pretty mm -hmm. good. Doing pretty good. Got to relight your cigar again. I'm going to keep this. I was... Suck harder is what uh, you're saying. Yeah, where's that button for that? I haven't used that one in a long time, but we're about to... Uh... You used it last time. It's just been a while. Oh. Suck harder is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's a pretty cigar box. Squirrel. I oh, know. Well, this is... Uh, 
This is good. I really, really like this. You're rather proud of yourself, aren't you? Yeah, I do pretty good with pairings. I do, uh, do. I do exceptionally well good with pairings, or at least try to. They haven't always been a, you know, when you try something new, experiment with something new, sometimes it just doesn't go. It's really trying to combine the great. And we and we here at the lounge, the Good Cigar Lounge, which is located at 2401 Little Elm Parkway in Little Elm, Texas, we do carry, we do have the Uncle Nearest, and we do have the Morphines. I didn't know you had the Uncle Nearest. I haven't had that in here before. I know. I got it in, uh, to... got it in not too long ago. They finally uh, got it from my distributor, so I was able to get it in. Nice. And I want to say um, Lawrence. Lawrence uh, Lawrence referred us to this. From Easy Ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does the Easy Ash cigar trays, which we also carry here, which are very unique because they are disposable ashtray that you can take anywhere in their flat. You can put them in your backpack, keep them in your car. Very go clever with them. idea. Yeah, you're going over someone's house, take one of those, and you'll have it. And they fold up, and it's, it's really, really cool. Easy Ash. If you've ever been to a party and they didn't have an ashtray, trust me, it's so much better than a red cup. Yes, it's... Just they yeah. they do it's, it's flat. It actually holds the cigars, mm-hmm. and they're coming out with a this one is like a two two stick, and they're coming out with a four foot one that will actually hold that. So that's it's really nice to have. But yes, he's the one that turned me on to Uncle Nearest and said, "Hey, you need to try to get some Uncle Nearest." So I've been trying for a while. He was right, and uh, sure enough, that is really really good. So I I've got a hats off to uh, Uncle Nearest there for mm-hmm. doing this. Did you As seriously I, just I just spit ice on yourself? No, I just. I have uh, napkins, and it did go on my. Well, this is your first board. time drinking, so. Yeah, for, in a while since last night. Right, so first time today. Uh, it is my first time today to get going with that. Where is my? Uh, I got you know I got used to these buttons again. Through the centuries, science has made man's lifetime bigger. We're just going to jump smaller. right into now it, aren't we? The farthest corner of the earth is as close. As you took the red pill, dear. Time has lost all meaning. Well, I've given my brain a rest. Haven't used it too much lately. One brain. You mean two? Three? They may be mental giants, but by our they must be very primitive. It's time for Ask Melissa. Melissa's Advanced Institute for Scientific Studies. I'm ready. Lay it on me. Well, let's go to question number one here, shall we? Yeah, let's see okay. if I gotta find another just are they science questions or? I got a little bit of both. There's some uh, some questions that uh, thought provoking. Okay. And then other ones are so a couple of science questions. Let's see. So. Provoke me. <sighs> okay. Yeah, well, here's the first one. You apply to be part of the Avengers, but are rejected because your superpower is kind of boring. What is it? The boring superpower. The boring superpower. I I have. I, and this is this is the truth, the God's honest truth. I have a heightened sense of smell. I can smell things that Al can't smell. I'll be like walking through. I'm like, it's there's something, and I I find it. And he's like, wow, that that's your superpower. I can smell things. You can smell things. That I can is... smell things. Like I will smell a skunk in our backyard, and it, Al's like, that's got to be three miles away. I'm like, no, no, that's really not. So you asked me what my superpower it is boring. It is boring. Start drinking heavily. But I can smell things. <laughs> that is a boring. It is boring. That is a but, uh, well, boring boring. Okay, but that is my superpower and yeah, that would not get me into the Avengers. I get it. I smell danger. What? Did, oh, okay, That's you could do better? No, no, mine's even worse. Mine's even more stupid. All right. Not that you're stupid. It's just that no, was No, you said it. Boring. You said so it. Mine is more I'm stupid. I'm insulted, but go ahead. I have the uh, 
this ability, and I don't know why it's OCD, ACD, whatever the ADD, whatever the hell it is, but I can look at something and count how many parts are in, in into it. Like, say, if I take a cigar box, there's a base, there's a lid, there's two hinges, and there's a front latch, and I can I'll count that in my head. I could like someone would say, "How many is it?" I go, "Oh, like, I know. That's that's what this is." And the Avengers would turn you away because. That seems extremely valuable if you were faced with, you know, a cigar box. Counting a box of matches dropped on the ground? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. that way. That's yeah. It's just it's just this weird deal. I can look at something, like say the couch, I can, in my head, I'll just count the cushions in the, the front, the back cushions, the base of it, and I go, okay, there's so many parts to this thing. I don't know why that is. That's just some, that's my super ability. Well, you know what, baby? We will start our own Avengers. You and I, you count shit and I will smell stuff. And the world will be a much safer place. We're going to get beat up a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he hit me 12 times. (laughs) He smells like blood. (laughs) He smells like blood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's some some pretty boring superpowers there, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you, that was a weird question, but I I happen to have one. I know. Oh, my God. I am surrounded by idiots. But I can find what's rotten in our fridge like that. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> you can't. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's go on to the next question. What is the most ridiculous thing you would buy if you were given a million dollars? What is the most ridiculous thing? Hmm. You were given a million dollars. A million dollars. And I could buy a million dollars isn't what it used to be. It's a billion dollars. Okay, a Make billion it dollars. You, yeah, there you go. Is that better for you? Because I think if I got a million dollars, I'd still be rather practical. But a billion dollars—that is a—that is your boring superpower too. You have that ability to do boring superpower. Rain on a parade. (laughs) (laughs) I I can rain rain on a parade. parade. No, yeah. Let's see if a billion dollars. Get a billion dollars, whatever money you want. But you, what would be your, what would be your uh, most ridiculous thing Mm. that you would purchase? Oddly, I haven't given it a lot of thought. Uh, I would buy... Well, that's what you do right now. That's what I, we're doing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I want an old house. I've been giving a lot of thought. I would really that's love... That's not weird. That's, that's not, not weird. A, that's, that's not, not weird That's something not weirder. weird. Something that's okay. completely useless or something... Something useless. That you would just want. I would just want to have this. A tiara. That's You can get a tiara. That's that's not ridiculous. Something that's more ridiculous than more a tiara. More than ridiculous than a tiara. I would buy you a sports car. I think that's ridiculous. <sighs> okay, I'm just going to go with something. What? Else, what? Tell me something. What What would you buy, Mr. Man? An aquarium with a shark in it. I want an aquarium with a shark in it. Whoa. Like a big one. Like Did you see, see the like story this week where a fisherman got decapitated by a shark? I did not see that. You, that would be how you die. No, I'm not going in the water with a shark. Although I'm You'd swim. be cleaning the tank. You would be cleaning the tank, and the t- and the shark would just reach up and what? And decapitate you. Why would it decapitate me? Because he's you're... a friendly little shark. What what would you name your shark? George. George. Yeah, you're gonna hug him. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> it's better than you. I'd have a tiara. I'd buy a sports car for you. I'm like, well, that is not weird. That's, I mean, that's what the, everyone's going to do with their cash. Well, like, 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 what's weird? I'm like, I'm going to have a really nice bidet. I don't know why, but I want a bidet. Like, this is like one of those Japanese okay. electronic bidets. That's weird. And that's really cool. Okay. I want a heated toilet seat. 
Oh my god! You can't use. You can't take my idea. Mine's already heated. But um, you got to use your own brain. You didn't say heated bidet. There, those are all heated. Those ones like that are heated, and I mean they are vibrant. I mean they do everything. So those those ones. I think it's the Korean made. The Koreans really have the bidets. Well, down. who wants cold water shot up their booty? This one warms it too. Right. So no, you can can't just go. Well, I want that too. I want this. You got to. You got to be creative in your own mind. Still I, can't think of anything. And you're just like just. Well, weird. I don't think about what... I don't have... So this is man's future. To bask in the sunlight, bathe in the clear streams, and eat the fruits of the earth with all knowledge of work and hardship forgotten. And completely forgotten of anything. I would buy... I would definitely have some kind of dog sanctuary. I would... That's not weird. No. None of what I want is weird. (laughs) That's right. None of what I want is weird. And I really don't even really want a tiara. Okay, let's just... So you just... See, I, again, I, I want an old house somewhere that I could fix up. Well, that's not weird. You got to, but I'm go not going to do any of the work. Don't you want somebody's bones or something like that or skull or something like that? I mean, you could, hmm. I mean, there's so many things you could, you can be like really weird about. Okay. All right. Like, you know, I want a completed T-Rex skeleton. But I don't. Built up in my deal. But I really don't. But I'm just giving you, ex- I, I'm just going to go on the but, next one. Okay, so Chip, I'm gonna come at you like a spider. But my like a my wants and needs are very practical. Just saying, I don't know why you deny me anything. I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna buy toys that you can't play with. That's, That's what okay. I'm gonna play with. Yeah, that's fine. All right, which uh, question? Science question here. Which animal has fingerprints that closely resemble a human's fingerprints? An orangutan. No, you're wrong. Guess again. Fingerprints that a raccoon? Which animal has fingerprints that closely resembles a human's fingerprints? There's a 68.71%. I've given you two viable answers. They're both wrong. Let's just say I don't know. You could say chimpanzee. What's the difference between a chimpanzee and an orangutan? They're both monkeys. And you'd be wrong on both accounts. (laughs) They're both monkeys. A monkey. No, it's actually the koala. The koala. The Australian koala. To be fair, I never would have guessed that. That would have been like Barbie. that would have been like answer one hundred fifty-two, which would have been right about right but, behind weird things you would buy. To be fair, I would like to buy one if I were a billionaire. There you go. There is you finally got to yep. something like yep. I would buy and rescue a koala. Yep. Okay, very good. Which planet was first discovered using the telescope? Uh, Mars? Uranus? (laughs) You finally got one right. (laughs) Please, with you, there are only two two planet guesses. It's either Mars or Uranus. Oh, you finally got, I'm, where's my applause? You get a giant applause. I mean, how many planets are there in our solar system? I don't know the answer to that question. Do you know that? Yeah, there's nine planets. Nine. Is that counting Pluto that's not a Pluto, not that's, a planet? That's the debate. I I grew up with it being a planet, so uh, I believe it's still a planet. I think they said now it's really not a planet. It's not really a planet. Until we get there and land there, I'm like, you know, it's still there. It's, it's, still, it's a freaking planet thing. Give it its... Yeah, Come on. go ahead. Come on, man. So, but uh, yeah, you were, you, uh, you finally got it on the second one. Okay. Now it's the, uh, so you want to be a bartender? 
And now you're like, nope, I don't want to be. I really don't. I'm so over that. (laughs) I'm so accustomed to somebody else making my own drinks. And a lot of bartending is washing glasses. And I do that at home. So. Which cocktails, literal definition, is strained pineapple? Strained pineapple. Pina colada? Another great applause. My goodness. Look at you go. You were just like. That is crazy, insane how good you're I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Do you fire. think it's the Urkel near, Uncle Nearest? Could be. Or it could have been the Tequila Sunrise I had before it. That's going to make for an interesting day. Or the champagne I had before that. <laughs> what? Wow, you were going for the trifecta of being uh, like on the floor. I'm off. I'm off today. Tomorrow's another day. I'll be responsible tomorrow. Tomorrow you're going to be responsible. Yes, tomorrow is another day. It's another opportunity. I will be responsible tomorrow. I doubt that. Try me. And let's see here. I gotta find. Uh, where the hell is it? Oh, oh your buttons. You know, I, I just you know, I'm just getting back to using. Oh, there it's up front. That's why I put it up front. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna. Sm- oh what am I gonna smoke this week? What What about the Menage a Trois of the week? That's what time it is. It's time for the Menage a Trois cigars of the week. Ooh. And, How to narrow uh, it down to just three? It's not easy. It's really not easy. So the this week, great selection of cigars. It, it was just just a really good week. I got in the Fratello Bianco, and that's a nice medium plus cigar. It's made over at Toya de Nicaragua factory, and it's a great. It's a great stick. I mean, it was just a. a it kind of reminds me of the morphine a little bit, you know, and not as it's not as bold as this one. And not as much flavor. I mean, the more this morphine is kicking ass. This is a great, great stick. Very smooth. Great burn on it. The draw is super easy and full of flavor. I mean, I'm still getting that raisin dark chocolate out of it. I've had several good Fratellos. Mm-hmm. They make a good stick. They make a very nice. I really stick. love their Lancero. You do like the Lancero. Mm-hmm. You do like. You really, really do like this Lancero. It's a. It's a really good stick. And and what's the little one? You gave me the little. Um, the Falco. Is that what it is? The little yeah. There's hang there's on one second. I have to ones. cough. Hit hit my cough button. Uh, here, I get it down. You still come across my mic. It's okay. That's better than in the mic. Right. And as you put the headphones on, you get it. You settle now. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, I need more, Uncle Nearest. Yeah, I've I've had the. Mm, wow, that's really good. The the little one and I yeah the little one is good and so is the Lancero. Mm-hmm. Well, there's three different little uh, little ones. So they make the Falco, which is. Really short. It's like three inch stick, uh-huh. regular size gauge, and it's it's just a nice thirty minute stick. It's just really really good. Really and good the three flavor. Blends. Yeah, they do. And then the uh, second one this week was the uh, Espinosa Lost Six. So the Lost Six is a uh, limited edition box that uh, Espinosa did, Eric Espinosa, and it is phenomenally great stick. Again, it was unbelievable. We still have some left. Really really good. Just amazing. The box uh, The box is really cool, too, because it's got two things that slide out on the huh. top when it's open, so you really see all the stuff about the cigars and, the, and what they did with it. Really, really pretty cool what they did with that. And the cigars is a nice box press. Really, really nice. And Would then, I like it better than the Crema or the Laranja? Well, it, it's just as I mean, it's just as good, if not better, but it's, it's a different stick, right? It's, it's yeah. completely different. Uh, I like, like a lot of the to things like the that Oscura es- or something like Espinosa that. does. Yeah, yeah. 
they do such a good job. He does. And the uh, third one was the uh, Warfighter Sumatra. I keep going back to that Sumatra. The Warfighters just knocked out. It's a very economical stick. It's like eight bucks. Hmm. And it is a great stick. It's just wonderful. I love the Sumatra wrapper that they put onto it and, and the blend they did onto it like that. So those are three that I had this week. Really, really good. Knocked it out of the park with that. Just, wow, those are really good. Nice. You've had a good week is what you're saying. I've had a really good week. Really good week with that. So let's get to, I just want to make a couple announcements here that uh, if you're uh, not uh, following us on Instagram, our IG Instagram is uh, The Good Cigar. Find us there and look for us. You're going to get all our updates, notifications. You can also go to our webpage, thegoodcigar.com uh, to check us out. You can listen to our podcast there, our YouTube videos, and uh, see upcoming events. And uh, speaking of upcoming events, we got the Super Bowl coming up here. So this week is the uh, playoffs, right? So it's all they're getting down. The two, t- the four teams are, mm-hmm. are going at it. And You've then, got live music this coming Saturday, right? And then Super Bowl is February eleventh, huh. right? Yeah, that's right. February yeah. or yeah, I think it's for, so. It's next week. Or the following but week, right? between now and the Super Bowl, you've got. Um, what is today's date? Why uh, did my thing not go to got, like today's date? Are you doing Mardi Gras on some Saturday, and then you're doing. Well, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. I'm still trying to get down to the date of the Super Bowl and stuff. Why well, are you jumping February, ahead? Because it's like you're skipping way ahead to February. I, I was going in chronological do you know, order. Do you know Feb- February's in two days? Just to let you know. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, there really? you go. Really? I got it. There's got to be some kind of button for that that I can put on there. Where did January go? Uh, where is a good button for that? Hmm. I wonder what everybody Just, would pick out for that. Yeah, wherever it. You ever seen a grown man naked? As a matter of fact. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of grown men, you look really good in green. That's a good oh. color for you. Yeah, this is a forest green little uh, uh, shirt that I put on. How you doing? Good. So let's get back to my calendar before you... <laughs> God damn, I'm just going to cut your... Why is it every episode I want to cut your mic Why? off? Why? I'm flirting just... with you. Why would you want to oh. cut me off when I'm flirting with you? You like movies about gladiators? So it's because you're, you're like, you just, you like to do that. You like to like, hey, let's go throw Al off the fucking rails. And, oh, let's throw it off another track. So, yeah, right, right turn, Clyde. So am I throwing you off the rails by flirting with you? Yes. Yeah. Because I got, I have, a, I have, <laughs> the sheet says what we're going to be doing next. This is what the part it, of it. Where does it say on the sheet that I'm going to flirt with you? Nowhere on the sheet Nowhere. does it say that. No, it says we have, we have things to go over so we don't forget about it so anyway we're gonna be doing a super super bowl party here and we're going to have uh, i'm bringing in uh you know or all kind of hors d'oeuvres and you know nachos and things of that nature to bring over sandwiches and all kinds of stuff here and that's all gonna be free so you come down here grab yourself a really good cigar and we're gonna have the super bowl going and on and uh, we have you know as we know we have a full bar here so you'll be able to get anything you'd like to drink here and uh, I'll have uh, beers and stuff on special. So it's just going to be a really good time for the uh, Super Bowl party. That's gonna what be kind of halftime party do you have? Uh, I've got uh, the Solid Gold Dancers coming in to dance for this. <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> that, was, that was clever. <laughs> Did you like that? But he won't. <laughs> because they're like, they're like 60 now. So they're going to be just all, you know, it's going to be really short. Arthritic. Half, yeah, it's going to be a really short halftime deal. But they're, the Solid Gold Dancers, and any of y'all that are old enough to remember the Solid Gold Dancers will know what I'm talking about. And if wow. not, then you're just too Look young. Look it up. Look it up, yeah, because you're just too young. That's what we're going to do. So that's what we're having. And then uh, what else we got coming up here? 
Wow. I got uh, Freddie Bozes playing music on the uh, 18th up here live on a Saturday from like 7 to 10. Is he playing next weekend, too? He's playing on the 4th. Yeah, this coming up weekend, he's playing here on the 4th. Uh-huh. And then he's playing on the 18th again, uh, which is going to be a big deal that we're having up. And then uh, on the Tuesday, the uh, Valentine's Day, I imagine we'll do a little something up here too special for the ladies. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm not sure what. I'm sure we'll have some kind of champagne deals and okay. things of that nature. But uh, we're going to have to do something up here. So if you want to come up here and uh, get a good cigar, that would be uh, great. And, then- and on the 25th of February, we have uh, Tequila Sheila event. It's going to be up here. So Tequila Sheila is going to be here at the Good Cigar Lounge. And we're going to be what doing... What is the 25th? Uh, what day is that? It's a Saturday. Saturday okay. the 25th of February. So we have a really good, good lineup of things to come up here. And then somewhere in there, I'll do the Tiki Tuesday uh, which will probably be, I'm not sure, it may even be Valentine's Day. I do the Tiki Tuesday, Valentine's uh, Day thing that goes in there. So, that's, so that, when is that Tuesday? Uh, that is February 21st, I believe. So the f- Saturday before, we should do some kind of Mardi Gras party. That is correct. We should do some kind of Mardi Gras thing. So we could probably do that. <clears throat> we can. Uh, I'm sure we'll be doing something for the Mardi Gras like that. Check our calendars. Um, and uh, check on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, The Good Cigar, uh, and also on Facebook, it's The Good Cigar, where you can get uh, more information about what we're doing here at the uh, Good Cigar Lounge. So Fat Tuesday is on the 21st, so that would mean, where's my calendar? I don't know, but you're wasting my time. So now so we're going on. the 18th, we'll do something for Mardi Gras. Okay. Yeah, Freddie Bose is playing, so that's wow, a good Well, time there you that. go. Okay, so let's do, um, you know, I've got two interviews. Yeah. And these are the guys from... Let's just pause for no, station identification. Oh, I need to... You don't have to pause anything. All right. And we're back from that little pause. So anyway, I have two interviews. These are the guys from Black Label Trading Company. Uh, one is uh, James Brown, who's the owner. And the other guy, I believe, is the uh, sales... Uh, he's the, the head of sales for U.S. sales and stuff. They came to the lounge, and I was able to capture some uh, interviews with these guys and talking about the Black Label Trading Company. So let's get into uh, listening to them, and uh, we'll be right back with that. Hey, well, with me today, I have James Brown from Black Label Trading Company. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. And we are really happy to have you here in our lounge today. And it was a nice big surprise that uh, Jody brought you in here today without giving me any fair warning, really, that you'd be coming in here today. I just got to say, but uh, that's okay. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got started with uh, Black Label Trading. It's uh, some of my favorite cigars. I mean, they're very unique. They're just magnificently great sticks. Every one of them you smoke, you're like, wow, I don't know how he does keeps doing this so well, but you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, we have Black Label Trading Company, which we're going on 10 years this year with. Um, we also have our other brand, Blackwork Studios, and also our, our uh, factory in Nicaragua, Fabrico Veja Negra. And so, yeah, the story kind of started with Black Label uh, in 2013. And, you know, kind of the idea about it was to be able to really do something a little bit different. Um, you know, not only with the cigars, but with the, the branding and the, and everything behind it. And, you know, I really wanted to just put out cigars that, uh, I, at that time I didn't feel were really represented in the market and focus on what I loved about Nicaraguan tobacco, which was that very kind of rich, intense, uh, earthy, spicy qualities that it had. And 
so I wanted to put out some some cigars that highlighted that, and and I wanted to to build a brand that kind of related to uh, some people that weren't necessarily represented in the industry, something a little bit more edgy, uh, you know, a little, little dark. and, and it, Yeah, it is, but I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is right up my alley. So as soon as I saw the first box and it had the skull, so I was like, oh, where have you been all my life? Yeah, so I think, uh, and we were very um, adamant in the beginning that, you know, we didn't want to just do – uh, a cigar brand we wanted it to to really feel more like a lifestyle brand and we wanted people to you know not only enjoy the cigars but really kind of relate to it and relate to the branding and the product overall and you know and i think it speaks to a lot of people and um so we're excited that you know people relate to it and they and they love the the brand they love the product so it's been a it's been a really cool 10 years of, of getting it out there and and getting it to the people that are interested in it well i'm totally jealous because even though i i love my cigar lounge if i could do my do that live in nicaragua and have my own place and cigar like no this is my factory back up this is my factory this that is so cool to do what you do and to make such really great cigars that are so different from the typical norm that's out there and to do it in a way that uh really like i said speaks to a lot of people and it really speaks to me how did who does your artwork and who does are you part of that or do you have someone that really does that? Because whoever's doing it is doing a great job. And yeah, I do. I do all the artwork. So, um, you know, I've, I've worked as an artist for a lot of years and, you know, for quite a few years, that's kind of what I did as my full-time gig. And so for me, when we started the brands, um, you know, art, the art aspect of it was a huge thing, you know, and, and because I really feel like, Every individual cigar, for me, kind of tells a story, and I really wanted the the artwork to reflect that and to, you know, kind of create that feeling uh, that associates with the cigar. So, um, you know, when we first started Black Label, everything was kind of uniform branding. It was either, the you know, the Black Labels or the White Labels, you know, that's how we kind of differentiated things. But, and I think that was good in the beginning because we really wanted to drive home, you know, Black Label Trading Company, the logo, and uh, get people familiar with that and and, and um, be able to associate it with our product. And so we did that for a few years. And then um, we decided, you know, once again, that, you know, each of these cigars is very unique and, and very interesting on its own. And people are familiar enough with the brand now that we wanted to, you know, give each cigar its own individual imagery and branding. And, um, so a couple of years ago we launched at the, the PCA show, the, the new core line, uh, lineup with the new branding. And, uh, and I think it's really cool. You know, I think that the artwork is just such an important part of what we do. It is. And it's so different from a lot of the other artwork on a lot of the different cigars. Like, don't worry, there's some beautiful artwork that gets done on. I mean, there's so much work that goes into these uh, boxes and the artwork that goes through it. But to stand out above that and yours really do. I mean, they really stand out amongst everything. And it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, thank uh, you. The stuff thank and creative. Uh, I wish I had that much creative in my pinky toe, <laughs> but I don't even have that much. But it's really unique what you do on there. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, the cigar industry as a whole is kind of interesting because you're marketing is a huge aspect of it you know there's there's very few industries where you have a, a room the size of your average walk-in humidor where your product is basically 
within inches of 500 to 2000 of your closest competitors, you know? So, um, (laughs) having something that stands out and that people kind of gravitate towards as far as the imagery goes is really the first step, you know, and then they pick up the cigar, they smoke it, they love it, they come back. So that's very important, you know, in this industry is to have something really cool, unique that, you know, people can look at and relate to and, and feel drawn to want to try that cigar. And it really does. I mean, it's super attractive, really cool. That was one of the first things I saw, which I'm a sucker for marketing anyway. I'm like, I'm like oh, that look, even if it's like, like we go to the liquor store, I'm like, that's a really cool bottle. And I'll pull the review and I'm like, well, it's crap, but that's a really cool bottle. What they did, I still get it because I just like it. But unlike that, your cigars are freaking phenomenal. I mean, these are just great sticks. Uh, and I can't, to have this much creativity, not just shown in your box, but also in the cigars to do all the ones that you do and have each one of them like, man, I don't know how he did any better. This one's better than that one. This one's better than, how does it keep getting better and better every, you know, every time stick you pick up and go across it like that's pretty unique. And it really shows your artistic ability in these cigars when you do. And I'm smoking right now, I'm smoking the um, Neon Tiger. And my God, that's, <laughs> I had a morphine earlier, which has not come out yet. Yeah. And I love that stick. And then I just smoked this one. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is my new favorite now too. So it's just whatever, <laughs> whichever, whatever Blackboard Studio cigars I'm smoking. That's the one that's my favorite is right. right there, yeah. It's just that good. Which of all your brands, what is one of your favorite ones that you've really loved? that you go back to again and again, which I'm, it's like picking, I know it's like picking your own baby, you know, which of your kids, which one was your favorite kid, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely tough. I mean, I think there's obviously quite a few. Um, I would say that there's a couple of cigars that are kind of special to me. Um, and for different reasons, um, last rites, uh, that was the first cigar that I kind of blended on my own and blended specifically for, you know, what my, ideal profile was at that time and um and so that is really kind of the cigar that started everything uh for me so that one is definitely you know very near and dear i would say also you know the bishop's blend that was a cigar that uh took me a long time to get exactly uh what i wanted out of it um you know like a almost like a two-year process so the bishop's blend um is super unique just for a lot of reasons, but mostly because of the filler tobacco components we use with the Pennsylvania broadleaf and the Connecticut broadleaf. Um, and so I also think that in 2016, when that cigar came out, um, it was kind of a, a cigar that took the brand to another level. Um, and it's also a cigar that I couldn't have made any earlier in my cigar making career. So it was kind of a culmination of, everything that I had learned up until that point, uh, went into that cigar. And then, you know, with the Blackwork studio stuff, I mean, killer B, I mean, that cigar, oh you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that, that knocked it out of the park again. It was like, Oh my God, amazing little stick. Yeah. I mean, I still probably smoke three to four killer bees a day. It's just one of my go-tos. I love it. Um, you know, and it's, it's one of the cigars once again, that kind of really, open things up and change things a lot for our company. Um, and you know, I, I, I highly doubt there's very many companies on the market that can say that a, uh, petite Corona is their number one selling skew. So no. the fact <laughs> that we were able to, many. yeah, the fact that we were able to pull that off, I think is pretty, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. Genius and amazing yeah. to do that. So, yeah, I mean, and that's, uh, I love them all for different reasons, but those are definitely the standouts. Oh, so what is, uh, is there anything good you've got going in the works that, uh, you want to give us a hint about of, uh, 
Um, yeah, you know, 2023 is going to be big for us in a lot of ways. I mean, it's a, it's our 10th, 10 year anniversary for black label trading company. Um, so we have a cigar that I've been working on for the last couple of years. That's going to be coming out as our anniversary, uh, cigar, which I'm really excited about getting that one out. Um, I'm, I can't say much about it. I will say it is our first, uh, Connecticut broadleaf reliefs. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, nice. Um, and then with uh, Blackwork Studios, we have a new cigar that we're going to be launching at the PCA. And we have a, you know, we always have something cool kind of in the works with the the bees and the hornets and, and that stuff. So, and those yeah, are we, so cool. Yeah, we definitely got some, some good stuff lined up for 2023 and excited about it. Oh, we are too. And we're going to be, we'll have everything here too at the lounge, the Good Cigar Lounge. I mean, it's just, we carry, I think we carry just about everything you have, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah I think you do. Yeah, because... Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, no, I got to have that, too. <laughs> it's really just me being because I want that in here, period. But everybody loves them when they come in here to get that. And we we move a lot of them because they are so good. And, it's, and getting people introduced to your brand and the cigars that you do, which is a great to see someone come in like, well, I've never heard of that. Well, you need to try that. And then come back and then come back the next day like, yeah, I need more of those. And that's a great feeling to have like, yeah, these are good. You know, they're good. You're on the right track with what you're doing. Uh, which you really, really are, which is just amazing. And the artwork to the cigars, uh, it's just freaking amazing. We're really happy to have you here because you live in Nicaragua, right? I do, yeah. Yeah, and to have you here in the States uh, to come back and visit us and be in the Good Cigar Lounge, absolutely. Like I said, I get geeked out uh, when when you guys come in here because I'm like, you're my rock stars uh, that I like to uh, talk to. I'm still like kind of like, wow, I got James right here. He's in my lounge. I mean, he's the one that he, these are his cigars, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's great for me too because sometimes being in Nicaragua and and kind of when I go for long stints of of being there, I mean, obviously you work with cigars in the factory on a daily basis, but you know, you feel a little bit disconnected from the U.S. side of things, and so I love getting up here and meeting retailers and consumers, and you know. Um, seeing people's reaction to to what we do and you know that kind of solidifies everything and and kind of gets some good validation to it doesn't it yeah absolutely yeah the right track and doing it. and you really are these are yeah. some of the most uh, amazing cigars they're in my top five favorite cigars uh, brands that I love oh, thank uh, you. to have here and it's really amazing to have you here uh, in my lounge smoking a cigar with me so it's like man this is I told my wife I said this week I said I've had a really good week so far this is really going well <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you uh going to be going throughout the rest of the u.s here or are you just in texas this week or um, no this is kind of a short trip for me so we're just doing uh the dallas area and we head up to oklahoma city tomorrow and then back down to austin and then i head back uh to nicaragua after that and um, i'll be back up here in uh in january and then kind of start the cycle all over again for 2023 so oh yeah it's gonna, it sounds like it's gonna be a really good year for 2023 for y'all yeah, I think we got some really cool, exciting stuff. So it'll be fun to uh, to get those out in the market and see what everybody thinks about them. Uh, I think they're great. And I always ask this of everyone because we all smoke cigars, all the kind of different cigars and stuff like that. What is a cigar brand or anything that you like to smoke that, uh, or do you just like I just smoke my own because they're that good? So I mean, which I I don't I don't you know discredit you for that. That's awesome. But. Yeah, I mean, I I really don't smoke a lot of other stuff. Um, you know, not for any specific reason, but just mostly because I live in Nicaragua and, you know, <laughs> you got the best of everything yeah, right I was there. Smoking <laughs> my stuff all day, every day. Um, 
But I don't know. I, I would say, like, you know, my wife and I, you know, we kind of uh, have put everything into this business and, and the idea of, of being there in Nicaragua full time. You know, there's not a lot of people that do that. And there's, no. there's not a lot of people that, that spend a significant amount of time in Nicaragua. So I would just say like the, the brands out there with the, the brand owners that actually do do that and, uh, and are knowledgeable about, uh, the actual process and the manufacturing and tobacco in general, like those are the people that I have respect for, you know, I think, you know, you got skip at Roma who he's, you know, the, really the only other guy down there that lives there. And I definitely respect what those guys do over there. Um, you know, you got Nick Melillo from Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nick is is definitely uh, an amazing uh, person when it comes to tobacco knowledge. Um, and you know, he's down there all the time doing what he does, and and that's awesome. And so, that's kind of you know the the brands that I oh that's great that, I mean, you know that I, I I respect what they do you know mm-hmm. so. It's a, you know, the cigars are a big lineage of, yeah. and creating some history. And uh, you're really carving out a big niche in the history books with your cigars here. So they're just freaking amazing. Oh, I appreciate that. I really thank you for coming on the show here. I thank you for being in my lounge. And I'm really enjoying, uh, going to enjoy my, uh, it's the lizard. Yeah. Neon tiger. Neon tiger. Yeah. There's something out. I'm telling you, man, I just, I just pick up a, I'll go in there. I'll just grab what it's something. I'm just smoking. It doesn't matter what you pick out. It's going to be a good stick. And I'll just like, yeah, I'm doing yeah. that one and going in. But thanks for being on the show and coming up here. Bro. Yeah, definitely, man. I appreciate it, man. That's really, uh, that's really pretty cool about both these guys and what they do. And, and that James Brown actually lives there in Nicaragua full time doing what he does, which is making amazingly good cigars. And this morphine, I'm telling you, is just freaking amazing and amazingly amazingly good i'm so glad we have these in now but i only have a limited quantity because these are only once a year that they bring them out it's spicy but not not like super spicy it's like good spice it's like chocolate and coffee and espresso and it's good stuff i know and the raisin the raisin died down a little bit but the there's still a little bit of a sweetness from that wrapper i mean i don't know how they did that and it's going really good with this uncle nearest too 1884 so that's great listening to those guys having to hear what they say and we carry the uh, full line of Black Label Trading here at the Good Cigar Lounge. So please uh, come down here to the Good Cigar Lounge and uh, get you, pick you out some, because they have just a great variety of sticks over here. Uh, it's, it's just amazing. And they have the coolest boxes. They and- have the coolest. And that he does the artwork for that is just also nice. completely amazing. Let's get into some uh, news from Half Wheel. FDA's flavored cigar ban could cost retailers $4 billion. According to the Cigar Association of America, FDA's proposed ban on flavored cigars could cost retailers nearly $4 billion in retail sales and wipe out 16,000 jobs. The CAA, an industry trade group, cites a 2022 study from the Policy Navigation Group, which estimates the impacts of FDA's proposed nationwide ban on all flavored cigars, in addition to the private sector losses. The group estimated it would cost the federal and local governments combined $750 million in tax revenue. Policy Navigation Group says that the tax revenue loss breaks down as follows. $180 million loss of federal exercise tax review, uh, revenue, $420 million loss of state and local exercise tax revenue, and $150 million loss of state sales tax revenue. The $750 million figure is actually less than the study from the Tax Foundation, which estimated $836 million in lost tax revenue since almost no youth use flavored cigars 
any reduction in youth usage as a result of the proposed ban would be almost non-existent, said uh, David Zago of President of CAA. In a statement, thus, FDA proposes to crush a legitimate adult-focused industry, eliminate thousands of jobs, and sacrifice millions of dollars in tax revenue using the flimsiest of data. It is nothing less than the solution in search of a problem. Right. And that's typically what... Uh, the the government does with with the cigars because they want it they want to tax the heck out of us and and regulate that and and I just I just don't get it they, they need know, to leave my cigars alone. If I had a nickel for every time I drove past the school yard and saw a group of teenagers out on the corner smoking cigars and I wouldn't have a nickel. You wouldn't even have a nickel because it's just it just doesn't happen. That's just there's just not a kid going up to the local cigar lounge going hey. Can I get one of those Padron 1964s? Yeah. Hey, Mister. That just, yeah. Mister, will you will you buy me will you, you buy, buy me, me a, a cigar? box of cigars? Yeah, it's just just not. I tell happening. you what, though, if I did see a kid outside of a cigar lounge wanting wanting somebody to go inside and buy a cigar, I'd be like, kid, I don't know you, and I'm not buying you a cigar, but one day you're going to be uber cool. You're going to be uber cool, and have your daddy come up here and talk to me because yeah. we have issues. Yeah, yeah. If that this just this doesn't happen, it just 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 doesn't happen and go like that it's aggravating as hell so one of the things that we do is we do support the uh, cigar rights of america which is a great group that they are uh they're the attorneys and stuff in a group that actually helps to fight for our rights as good attorneys yes for our rights as uh, cigar enthusiasts who enjoy the fine craftsmanship and our artistic goodness of a a cigar every once in a while i want a flavored cigar Every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, you should be able to get that if you want. That's that's your choice and stuff. I'm so. a, I'm an adult. Yeah. And if I want a flavored cigar, I should be able to buy one. You should be able to get one. And and that's any, everybody's choice should be able to have that. So support those groups that help support the cigars in our industry because uh, there's too many people wanting to take that away from us. So so on to uh, interesting funny news. So an aggressive turkey causes chaos in Minnesota neighborhood. Chaos. Chaos. I'm sorry. Chaos. Did I say chaos? You said chaos, but that's okay. K-O. K-O. It's a chaos. Dale. It's chaos. Mm. Uh, residents of the Minnesota neighborhood said they are under a constant attack from an increasingly aggressive turkey that took up residents in the area. Rachel Gross said the turkey first showed up at the mobile home park in Coon Rapids. There is your first clue that that's a problem as part of the flock of November 2021. But the bird stayed behind when the rest of its cohorts moved on a few weeks later. She said the turkey has since become increasingly aggressive, often attacking people and damaging cars and other property. This turkey attacks me every single day. Damaging cars? (laughs) What does it do to the cars? It follows me, goes up my stairs, tries to get into my house. When I leave in my car, it follows my car, Gross said to WCCO-TV. Neighbors said children have to carry sticks when they walk to the school bus to stop the morning, uh, at, in the stop in the morning, to keep the turkey from chasing them. Residents said they contacted the Department of Natural Resources, but were only offered advice about keeping the turkey from finding food. It's not safe for anybody, including the turkey, so I would just like it to be relocated to a place it could be with other turkeys. Really? And not a nuisance to people potentially hurt somebody. Resident Emily Ashton said. Really? There's not some good redneck around there with a, a, a butcher knife and, and a turkey baster that can resolve this situation? I'm telling you, if that was Texas, that thing, would, that thing would already be in a smoker. It would, it would already exactly. be. Exactly. Where is? I Why can, is this an issue? 
I don't know. Uh, it, that, <sighs> what, what state did you here's, say it was in? Here's my answer. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. <laughs> this turkey is so... Where, where this is This one freaking turkey. Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, exactly. Anywhere south of the Mason-Dixon line, this would have been resolved in... This would have been resolved with like, hey, hey, kids, I got supper. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> let, me, let me feed the whole trailer park. <laughs> Everybody That's show right. up with some macaroni and cheese and let's go. <laughs> yeah. got, it, got it solved. Oh, my God. As soon as we get Granny's Social Security check, we're going to get us some gravy, too. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what the? It's a, it's a turkey accosting you. That's And turkeys are big birds, yeah, granted, but I'm like. <sighs> you're bigger than the turkey. You're bigger than turkey. I'm like, ah, run from the turkey, children. Like, no, this, is, this would attack my child one time. Like, Well, okay, gone. so there was the one time we were looking at houses and that. The chicken was, oh, there was a cow chasing me, but also a chicken chasing me. The rooster was chasing But I couldn't, if I were allowed to kill the rooster, I would have done so and thereby supplied us with dinner. But it wasn't my, it wasn't my rooster to kill. But a wild, a wild oh, turkey. my my cause here. Right? A wild turkey. <laughs> That I'm allowed to kill, I would just kill it. <laughs> How would you go about killing a turkey if you were? <clears throat> we just grab it and oh, rest I, I got head. a, I got a bow, I got a gun, I got, I got a, a long stick, <laughs> I got a board with a nail in it. I'm, I can, I can do this. I'm I like, can yeah, see you doing it. Yeah, I'm like, it's, I got a, I got a pocket knife. I don't. So I you and stuff. I. With my super smell and your your counting ability, we could go up there and save that trailer park. What would we call ourselves? Not the Avengers, the 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 heightened sense people. That's that's you. I'm not. I count things. I'm like. I count things. <laughs> Ra- Rain Man and his and his sidekick, the the super smeller. Uh, nosy. <laughs> there you go. That would Rain Man and Nosy. Rain that's Man us. and oh, wrong button. That's the crickets. So that's because that's the that's what people listen to. And they're going, Pretty y'all much. are so stupid. Y'all are just Pretty so much. stupid. Hey, we want to thank you for once again tuning into the Good Cigar Podcast. And uh, this is a great Blackbird. Blackbird. Oh, you see, that's how Black Label Trading Black Company. Black Label Trading Company. The Uncle Nearest is good. I gotta say, that's it really is good. good, isn't it? It is good. We're heading off to Minnesota to save a trailer park. Yeah, yeah. So any, uh, maybe bring you back some turkeys. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you next time on The Good Cigar. Remember, life is too short for bad cigars or bad liquor. We'll see you next time. Plenty Bye, of y'all. time for good turkey.